Hello there and welcome into another edition of The Intersection with conversation highlights from the Meeting House on Faith Radio about a variety of topics including news, information, and lifestyles approached from a Christian worldview perspective. This podcast has highlights from the Winter 2022 Christian Product Expo in Charlotte, North Carolina near Charlotte Motor Speedway where the Joe Gibbs Racing Team has participated in many a NASCAR race and near where JGR is headquartered. Joe Gibbs visited with me at the show and shared about his Christian faith and how the Lord sustained and taught him in the aftermath of his son's death. Some of his comments are ahead. Then, with this podcast being released on the weekend prior to the start of the Lenten season, I thought it would be timely to share material from a CPE conversation with Anna Nash and Katie Shelton, lifelong friends from Alabama who have developed a series of devotionals to coincide with that period leading up to Easter Sunday. And on this edition of the Intersection Podcast, God has certainly done a work in Susie McIntyre Eaton's life. She is the sister of country music superstar Reba McIntyre and grew up in a musical household. God has placed a song in her heart and has been faithful to her, even in the midst of trouble she's encountered. You'll hear part of what she said at the Charlotte Expo. Finally, because we know Christ, our lives can be full of hope. And from Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the Winter 2022 CPE Show, you'll be hearing from Grace Fox, who shared encouragement on how we can experience God's hope even when life is turbulent. This is the intersection of production of The Meeting House, and I'm Bob Crittenden. The founder and owner of Joe Gibbs Racing, NASCAR, and Super Bowl champion Joe Gibbs, in a conversation at the Winter 2022 Christian Product Expo in Charlotte, discussed how his faith in Christ motivated his response to the death of his son, J.D. Gibbs, a subject on which he elaborates in the book called Game Plan for Loss, an Average Joe's Guide to Dealing with Grief. Here now from that conversation is Joe Gibbs. I wrote the book, Game Plan for Life, because I think everybody needs a game plan. You know, we have game plans for football games. We have game plans for business. And I believe we need a game plan for life. Mm -hmm. And so it's God's Word, the Bible. And so that first book, I got scholars to write about the... 11 most important things that people said they needed to have success in to leave uh, to lead a modern day successful life and then my story weaves through there so that was that book game plan for life um i mentioned my two sons when we started the race team jd uh, was a part of that very first group 17 people that started that first race team and jd spent his entire um, life, professional life, um, building a race team. He had his own ministry. He spoke in public. Uh, he was president of Joe Gibbs Racing, making key decisions. And if there's anybody I felt like that really and truly tried to live a godly life, it was J.D. Married Melissa, four boys. So... Life for us was just on a roll. And um, about five years, really nine years ago, we started noticing some changes in J.D. He got quieter in meetings. And you could tell after a while that he was either not happy or something was going on. And so what we eventually struggled when he went to the doctors 
JD had a degenerative brain disease, hmm. and we were diagnosed with that. Um, really, there is no cure. We struggled in every different way trying to find one. But JD went to be with the Lord on January the 11th, 2019. At that point, I had a game plan for life. And it didn't change my relationship with the Lord. But when JD went to be with the Lord, I had some real questions, you know. Um, and they really boiled down to about five of them. And I said to myself, I got to find and talk to people that can really give me counsel. And so I went and embarked on a, um, about a, 18 months. I went to visit pastors that I really trusted and believed in. I study, uh, started the study of God's word, and I started trying to figure out those five questions. Why did that happen? And how does God look at that? And so I wound up, to me, I really felt like that through that process, I became comfortable, and I really, at the end, felt like I knew what God had done. And so I wanted to share that with people. A lot of people have loss. That was my loss. But I felt like by maybe sharing that with others, it maybe encouraged them uh, to what I found. And so that was the impetus for Game Plan for Loss. And that'll be coming out in two months, so I'm excited about that. Never thought I'd write another book. I, f I felt like, you know, what in the world am I doing? But when all of that happened with J.D. and seeing his family, his boys live through that, uh, and with me being a part of all that and Pat, it was really a, a lifelong heartbreak is what it was. Mm. And we miss J.D. so much, but we know where he is. At the end of J.D.'s life, he couldn't communicate, he couldn't walk, he couldn't eat. And I tell everybody today, but he had given his life to Christ, and we know where he is. Joe Gibbs here on this edition of the Intersection Podcast. You can find out more by going to GamePlanForLife.com. Next up on this edition of the Intersection Podcast, from the Winter 2022 Christian Product Expo in Charlotte, lifelong friends Anna Nash and Katie Shelton shared about the concept of the book they have co-authored called Easter Matters, a devotional, How the Resurrection of Jesus Changes You. Here now from that conversation are Anna Nash and Katie Shelton. The dates are not on the pages, so you could read it at your own pace around the Easter season. And because we believe that the gospel applies to every day, you totally could read this in December. It's the same. So it is through the book of John. The concept to me, the theme of Easter Matters, um, it says it in the title, How the Resurrection of Jesus Changes You. And as we talked about, we talk about primarily your identity in Christ. And that's the foundation of our faith completely and I found it myself a struggle to really not just define what that means but how to live in that that that's the foundation of my life and so each of the chapter titles are a descriptive word of who you are in Christ and that chapter of John how Jesus proved that as he treated the people on earth in that way 
Anna Nash and Katie Shelton joining us today here on The Meeting House on Faith Radio, the co-authors of the book, Easter Matters, How the Resurrection of Jesus Changes You, a 40-day devotional. We are in Charlotte at the CPE 2020 Winter Show. That is the Christian Product Expo, Faith Radio Meeting House, Media Central, here on non-commercial Faith Radio. Well, Katie, let's talk about this particular book, Easter Matters. Now, was I correct when I said that the Christmas book, Christmas Matters, 24 chapters of Luke and then first chapter of John was was Christmas morning? Yes. So now you pick up with the first chapter of John for this Mm -hmm. book. Mm -hmm. So I assume a, a little bit of a different approach to that material? Yes, um, so we start in the first chapter of John, which has uh, John the Baptist preparing the way for Jesus, and that's kind of where we pick up, and then we kind of move into the theme of, um, like what Anna was talking about, identity in Christ, and and that just means to me um, who we are in relation to Christ, like who am I in relation to him, and We have a chapter in there based on chapter 15, which is called Connected, and that really speaks to um, us being connected to him as the vine, you know, he's the vine Mm -hmm. and we are the branches. And so we are really connected to him and he has adopted us into his family if we believe in him. And so once you're adopted, you are there to stay, you're permanent. And we are, that's kind of how... Uh, like Anna said, how we have um, approached the book of John with really keeping in mind that we are in that family of royalty and we are uh, permanently there in his. And that defines who we are, not who we think who we are, not who your friends or your family or whoever defines you, but it's how he defines us as a child of his. And, you know, all the words, we're precious and we're connected and we're beloved and forgiven and worthy. And and those are not necessarily the words of the title, but those are all the things. Yeah. So as we conclude, Anna, let me ask you this. We talk about our identity in Christ Mm -hmm. and the two of you in this book, Easter Matters, really highlighted how Jesus responded to people based on these different concepts. So. The subtitle says how the resurrection of Jesus changes you. So we can say that we are these various things in Christ. So what difference does and can that make in the life of a believer? Yeah, so the word does tell us that we are new um, in Christ and that the old has passed away, the new has come, and we have a new record. And because of that and and that we're given Jesus' record on the cross, with the knowledge of that, that God sees me like he sees his son is quite unbelievable. I believe that um, the way that makes a difference every day in my life is I'm a more secure person. I'm less attached to the voices of the world and the voices in my head telling me lies about who I am. As I focus on Jesus and who he says I am in him, it allows me to walk in freedom, um, to love freely, to give freely and serve freely and not be so bound by the entrapments of insecurity and insufficiency. Anna Nash and Katie Shelton here on The Intersection. You can find out more online at eastermattersbook.com. Their respective websites are annanash.net and katie, K-A-T-Y, shelton.com. This is The Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House. You can find out more through meetinghouseonline.info or by visiting the programming section at faithradio.org. 
You'll find a link to the Media Center. That's where you can go to listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured here on the podcast. You can also find links to the podcast, to the Media Center, as well as the Apple Podcast feed. Two blogs are accessible. One is The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community. There's also The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from The Meeting House. And you can follow me on Twitter at Access The Meeting House Facebook page. There's also a link to video content, including recently added content from Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the Winter 2022 Christian Product Expo in Charlotte. Again, the website address is meetinghouseonline.info, or you can go to the programming section at faithradio.org. Content from The Meeting House can also be found through the Faith Radio app and a variety of podcast platforms. Search for Faith Radio Podcast when you visit Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and more. Next on this edition of the Intersection Podcast from the Winter 2022 Christian Product Expo in Charlotte, Susie McIntyre-Eaton, who provided music for the conference, shared about her musical background, God's faithfulness to her in the midst of pain, and her role as a spokesperson for the book by Sarah Young entitled Jesus Listens, Daily Devotional Prayers of Peace, Joy, and Hope. From that conversation, here now is Susie McIntyre-Eaton. Mark came from Seattle, and we all congregated at Cannon Beach, Oregon. And as we got to the supper table that night, uh, the the people that were running the camp said, Harv, where's your, where's your friend? He said, he'll be here in a minute. He was detained <laughs> by rain. Can you imagine that in Seattle? And, imagine uh, that, yeah. Yep. And so just like sitting here with me and you, there was a chair here, and we separated, and, and Mark came and sat right there, and he heard me sing that night, and um, he thought, oh, she's just, you know, one of these Southern Gospel singers, you know, and and uh, no big deal. She's kind of cute. And that's his words. And um, <laughs> and then I uh, I sang another song the next morning. It's um, something that a good friend of mine, uh, Mary Glenn Peoples, loves and uh, has always commented on it. She, it says, uh, they say that we're all put here for a reason. Some to give and some to take. Most a little bit of both. As I walk this lonely street tonight, I'm freezing. And I've learned a little late, those who give receive the most. And so Hmm. when I sang that song that morning, Mark came up to me and he said, Hey, uh, I've got a car and I hear that you were flown in and would you like to take a ride on the beach? And so we spent most of the day getting to know each other and telling each other stories. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Susie McIntyre-Eaton joining us today here on The Meeting House on Faith Radio. It is the Winter 2022 Christian Product Expo in Charlotte. Well, Susie, tell us just a bit. Obviously, you are here. You uh-huh. sang in the Sunday morning praise and worship service and led the people in worship attending the Christian Product Expo. So let's talk about a couple of different areas. One is, what are you doing musically these days? Well, um since COVID, uh, we've um, been at home quite a bit, <laughs> yeah. uh, and um, you know, and and Bob, this just will come up to what happened this morning. And um, in July, I got COVID this this past July, mm. but I didn't have a very hard strain of it. I uh, had I, I wrote down in my calendar, took a couple of aspirins today. I was achy, mm. and so I didn't have a very hard case. And then in uh, September, 
uh, I got, uh, and my knee started swelling up. And then um, my hands kind of got a little bit, my, like my fingers would swell. And now that's as close as I can get to a closed fist on both of my hands. Why? Wow, just so, as like the, the zero. Zero. Or the O, yeah. Just a no. And uh, a lot of pain. And so I went to the doctor, and uh, he said, I think you've got COVID long hauler. Mm-hmm. In other words, mm-hmm. you're experiencing more more of the uh, symptoms of COVID past the time that you have the disease. And uh, so I've uh, experienced a lot of inflammation. And so over the past three months, that's all I'm doing. I'm trying to get well. I'm going to a naturopath. I'm going to a doctor. I'm going back and forth to Nashville to try to get um, well. Well, I didn't take care of my, my living, my way of living, and that's my vocal cords. I wasn't exercising my vocal cords. I wasn't singing like I was. Sure. Because, honest, honest Pete, I was, I was just a little bit sad mm-hmm. because I couldn't hardly walk. I can't get out of bed very well. I can't turn over in the bed. I uh, wake up every hour to hour and a half. And um, so I I was remiss in exercising the tool that God has given me to express joy and, and peace and comfort to people in a song. So two or three days ago, you know, I got serious because I sang out loud for some hunters that come to our ranch to hunt. And I thought, oh, my gosh, am I going to be able to sing for these people? And so what did I do? I started singing more. I started singing to myself. I started singing with the radio. I started because this condition had taken so much joy away from me, I forgot to sing to Mm. give myself joy back. And... um, so this, I sang a lot last night, sang, got up this morning, sang some more, and uh, by golly, I made it through the session. And I don't think if we had of, you know, not told people what, what was going on with me, I don't think they would have uh, even noticed that there was something wrong. Susie McIntyre Eaton here on The Intersection. You can find her online at Susie McIntyre, that is spelled M-C-E-N-T-I-R-E dot com. Finally, on this edition of the Intersection Podcast, it's Grace Fox, who at Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the Winter 2022 Christian Product Expo in Charlotte shared viewpoints relative to Christ-centered hope, a subject she explores in the books Finding Hope in Crisis, Devotions for Calm in Chaos, and Keeping Hope Alive, Devotions for Strength in the Storm. Here now from that conversation is Grace Fox. When my husband and I were working in Nepal way back in the 80s, we were newlyweds. We had our first two children there, uh, you know, living in pretty rugged situations. And uh, our, when our second child was born, uh, she, she was born with a condition called hydrocephalus, which is too mm. much water on the brain. She also had a heart defect, but they didn't even have the equipment there to figure out the full scope of all of her needs. The doctors just said, you have to go back to North America ASAP because she needs life-saving surgery. And that was a situation where because I'd had a cesarean section to deliver her, her head was so large from all the water on her brain that I had to have a C-section. So then the airlines said that I couldn't fly because I had had surgery. 
and they didn't want a child less than two weeks old on the plane either. But back then, it was before 9-11, and you know, stuff happened then that would never happen. Now, my husband was able to wrap her in a blanket, and he just took her with him, with a passport. We had to get her a passport and all. But he took her on a plane to get her back to Seattle, actually. And I was left behind. And I remember laying there with our 20-month-old son. He just was crying because he didn't understand the upset in his life and where his daddy had gone. And I was crying because I just had no idea what the future would hold. I didn't know if I would see my daughter alive again or not. Mm -hmm. And so crying out to God after saying goodbye to my husband and my baby girl. And and into the, the hard time of that moment came the the hymn great is thy faithfulness and it was like the lord just put those lyrics into my mind to remind me that he would be faithful he didn't promise me that my daughter would live and he didn't promise me that she would have a great quality of life if she did live but he promised me that he would be faithful no matter what so i didn't for one moment give thanks that my daughter was born with all of these medical issues i i didn't uh but i gave thanks that God's promises would be true to carry us through whatever the future held. And so I think that's where the thanksgiving comes in is like Daniel. You go back to the story of Daniel when when they were told, if you worship any God, you know, you're going to, you're going to die for this. Right. And it says, Daniel went back to his room and prayed as usual and gave thanks. Mm. So I don't think for a moment he gave thanks that if he got caught, he was going to die, but he gave thanks for what? Probably that God was faithful and that his God was bigger than any false God. And that if he chose to obey God, God was going to look after him. Right? In some way, it might not turn out the way he thought it might, but, but that doesn't change the nature of God. Grace Fox joining us today here on the Meeting House on Faith Radio. Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the Winter 2022 Christian Product Expo in Charlotte. So, Grace, as we conclude our conversation, you got the book, Finding Hope in Crisis. Keeping Hope Alive is another book that's coming out here in just a matter of weeks from the time mm-hmm. that we're having this conversation. And you you talked about the, the whole notion of a devotional book and what publishers were saying to you at the time that you were trying to get to Finding Hope in Crisis into people's hands. And, you know, it, it's so easy to become caught up in our circumstances and to really get our eyes on perhaps negative things that are happening to us. And, of course, the enemy specializes in keeping us distracted, keeping our eyes off the Lord. The Bible says fix our hope on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. We need those reminders Mm -hmm. each day. And so as you have, have written this book in a devotional manner, obviously that's something that that you believe very strongly in. So how can people really remind themselves each day or at least be attuned to the Holy Spirit who will remind us as we allow him to do that as we mm-hmm. you know tune our ears to listen so how can we just keep ourselves reminded each day to be in the spirit of of gratitude to God and really a, a realization of his power mm-hmm. I think uh, one thing I've done in the past is I've taken Bible promises to me and written them out on recipe cards and I've put them where I could see them often so even when my kids were still young and growing up they would say that they would see mom's scripture verses say on a bathroom mirror there you go on the fridge or I remember even taping them to the dashboard of my vehicle because I spent a lot of time in the car taking kids here and there at that point 
But I put those scripture verses everywhere so that even if, if a lie came into my head, and boy, this, the enemy is going to try to take us out with his lies, um, I could counteract it with the truth. If I didn't have one right there in my mind, I had them posted all around the house. Grace Fox here on The Intersection. You can find her online at gracefox.com. We are nearing the end of this week's edition of the Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House. You can learn more at meetinghouseonline.info or by visiting the programming section at faithradio.org. You'll find a link to the Media Center, the place you can go to listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured on the Intersection Podcast. You can also find links to the Intersection Podcast, to the Media Center, as well as the Apple Podcast feed, You can find a link to video content as well, including recently added content from the Winter 2022 Christian Product Expo in Charlotte. Two blogs are accessible. One is The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community. And there's The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from The Meeting House. And you can follow me on Twitter and access The Meeting House Facebook page. Again, that website address is meetinghouseonline.info or you can go to the programming section at faithradio.org. Thanks for joining me for this edition of the Intersection Podcast. I'm Bob Crittenden.